Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Not to brag or anything, but I went to bed at 6 p.m. yesterday. Y'all wish you had this social life. Sexy. There was a big spider crawling on the floor in yoga class and all the ladies freaked out. But I just said very zen-like, namaste away from me. <laughs> I left my car windows cracked open after I ate food in the car. I wanted the aroma gone in the morning, but then overnight it rained. 
Womp. We're entering a new season already, Sarah, and I protest. Can you please just chill for a minute, world? One minute. That's all we ask. Have such a good day. Welcome back to Have Such a Good Day, the, the show that wants you to do just that. that. Come on, Heather, keep up. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> this is the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life. Everyday inscrutable life, Sarah. What do you have to say about that? You gotta laugh so you don't cry. That's Seriously. right. You can cry too. You gotta. Sometimes there's sort of a laugh cry thing that oh, happens. Absolutely. Or sometimes a cry laugh. I don't really laugh cry very, you know, when people say like, oh, I'm crying laughing. I mean, I know that's just like a superlative way to say that something was funny. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't really do that often. But you know what I do, which is so old lady of me? Well, I don't know <laughs> if it's old lady, but like, I'll sometimes like, I'll laugh and I'll clap. What? Like, I'm like clapping that something is so funny. Like, I did that in a movie it's like theater slapping your recently. knee. It, yeah, like a knee yeah. slap type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I've got a guy who's like, what? <laughs> Why am I doing this? Why, hands? Why am I clapping? You know, it's funny because I think <laughs> it works both ways. So like you can cry because you're laughing so hard. And then I think I've experienced uh, when I'm crying, you start laughing because you're kind of delirious with emotion. So I think it kind of works both ways. And it, it's both uh-huh. they're very different experiences, but both of them are fine if if you're doing one of those, then you're doing great. <laughs> How is everybody doing yeah. out there today? Yeah, if you're weeping right now, we are proud of you. Yes. Okay? You're getting something out. That's when you know you're you're doing all right. Oh, man. I, I haven't had a good cry in a while, Heather. I'll be honest with you. I probably am due. I had a good cry laugh the other day. Um, It, it was, you know, I, I feel like I have to... I have to force myself to laugh to kind of get out of the cry mood. Um, you know, it's a whole thing. But um, but y'all, this is us, Sarah Lane and Heather Frank. The small and mighty team have such a good day. That's right. We are so happy to have you. I mean, so happy. I'm grinning from like ear to ear right now. <laughs> All right, Heather, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Take it down a notch. We, they get it. We, we're happy. Um, so... Uh, anyway, I um yes, I hope everybody's doing well out there. Uh, as usual, we're going to go through the last week-ish since we all saw each other last or heard each other last. And um, I will start off by saying that I am sleeping too much. Now, I made a joke about 6 a or 6 going to bed at 6 p.m., but I really did that. This was a mistake, by the way. This is not something where I'm like, I mean, unless I'm jet lagged, that's not a time that I go to sleep normally on purpose. I had gone to the gym and uh, which, uh, you know, <laughs> my social life, it's what I do. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't a particularly crazy workout. You know, I'm usually there for not even an hour. I get my stuff done. You know, if I give myself an hour door to door, I'm that's all I need. Yeah. And I had come home and. I, I, you know, sort of like, I'm I'm not super hungry yet. So, you know, I'll just kind of wait on that. And, uh, you know, I, I have to take a shower and, you know, just regular stuff. And I'm just going to, just going to like lay down and rest my lower back just for a minute. <laughs> and I woke up at like 11 p.m. 
You know, oh, it's dark. I'm confused as to like what day it even is because I'm, you know, I'm sort of like, is it yesterday still? <laughs> or could you is imagine morning? waking up you know, yesterday? I mean, I, it's sort of where you kind of look at the time and you go, oh, oh, I see what I've done. I did something terrible and now I've screwed it up because I slept. I mean, not a whole night's sleep, but I slept enough so that now I'm up at 11. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. I need to take a shower. You know, I'm not going to sleep in my workout gear. And, you know, I was just so like mad at myself. Like, mm-hmm. what happened? Uh, you know, I just, I'll chalk it up to the weight of the world. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not that weird to like close your eyes and take a little bit of a nap in the evening, but this was something else. Didn't well, feel then sick. you're awake the rest of the night because then you're like, oh, I had like a really long power nap and now I can't sleep the rest of the night. Well, so that's exactly what happened. Your- I was able to get off. back to sleep, but well, first of all, I was kind of up for a while. You know, it's like now I'm doing a midnight snack, which I really like really try to avoid doing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like eating in the middle of the night. And uh, anyway, it was just a mess. But so that's just one thing. Hey, happens to the best of us. However, I have noticed, um, be, especially because I'm I'm tracking my sleep. You know, I'm wearing my Apple Watch almost every night overnight. And, you know, I look at the data in the morning and it's like, you know, I'm going to sleep how I sleep. I don't know how much it really helps me. I I, I know that I go into like what it considers deep sleep right away. Mm-hmm. You know, I fall asleep easily. And then I kind of, you know, I'm I'm sort of up and down. I have to get up in the middle of the night half the time, yada, yada, yada. So it's like it's data that's interesting, but it doesn't do much for me. I probably yeah. need to take it a step further figuring out how I can deep sleep longer throughout the night uh-huh. uh, because yeah you know I in general I I do sleep quite I'm a pretty light sleeper you know I'm, I'm something's always bothering me you know I'm too hot uh-huh. I heard a noise blah 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 uh, but because I'm thinking about that in the morning you know my Apple watch or my health app on my iPhone or you know whatever the combination of the two you know I'm always getting these like good work Sarah you hit your sleep goal again <laughs> Where it's like, you know, when I was wearing a Fitbit activity tracker, same idea mm-hmm. as far as the overnight data that you get in the morning. I was like rarely because my goal is eight hours. Eight mm-hmm. hours is like that would be amazing. That's perfect. Yeah. I'm kind of fine with seven. I even if I'm feeling like pretty tip top, eating well uh, and everything you know, I can get by on six and a half. I mean, I need I need a longer sleep here and there. Mm-hmm. But anything under six and it's like, okay, now we're getting into weird territory. But anything over eight and I'm like, we're also kind of getting into weird territory. Yeah, you almost get like more tired. It's like, it, yeah, it it's like against... it's feeding itself. Yeah, I, I have had the same experience. I mean, I had a period where I was sleeping when I got back from my trip, actually. I was sleeping like nine nine or 10 hours and I was kind of shocked by it. I was like, like I was like deep sleeping nine, 10 hours. I'm like, what is wrong with me? This is weird. And I would be really groggy in the morning. Yeah. Like as if, yeah, I slept a little too much because eight hours is like a sweet spot for me. Mm -hmm. Um, If I sleep well, I usually will literally, yeah, solid eight hours. And then I wake up naturally after eight hours, sometimes seven and a half. Um, but yeah, I think the, the oversleeping can be like a total detriment, uh, for sure. 
And I think it, you know, people will, I don't know. I don't want to be like, I am a Google doctor too much on the show uh, because I know <laughs> a lot less about depression than than some people. I do know that uh, depression can be linked to either not sleeping enough or sleeping, or sleeping too, much. too much. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're kind of like, and, you know, again, I really don't know what I'm talking about, but I, I can understand that sort of like, eh, you know, life is sort of unexciting or, you know, there's something you're in a mean or, or yeah. whatever, where you're like, I'd just rather be asleep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've had bad days where I'm like, gosh, I just can't wait to go to sleep and have this stupid day be over, that kind of thing. But that's like a one off. You know? Yeah. We all have our ups and downs. Sure. What I want to make sure is that I'm not just sort of like entering some weird like hibernate person mode where I'm sleeping all the time instead of doing something a little bit more productive. I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. Honestly, I think it's a phase. Yeah. I think it's a phase. And I think and it's funny. I talked to a girlfriend last night. I won't blow up her spot, but I um, she was saying the same thing. I think it's uh, and you and I chatted a little bit yesterday about how, you know, during season changes and. I feel like it's gotten darker quicker. I, I don't know. This is just my own experience. It probably means no, it has no scientific, uh, you know, fact behind it. But I just feel like we're in September, uh, and it's already well, kind of dark, we're, like winter. We're, we're barely September. It's almost October. Gosh darn it! I know. And like I, and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't remember it getting like we're like already feeling wintry. And I, I mean, we had a beautiful sunny day yesterday, but. I think for me, this is a little odd, but I did spend the summer away. I spent a month out of this area. So I mm-hmm. feel like I didn't have a summer here. And granted, I had a summer somewhere else, but it's it's just this weird thing that I, I feel like I didn't really get any sunny weather here uh-huh. because I basically missed it when I was gone. Um, and I get well, a day way to here go, there, Heather. But yeah, way to I go. I know, I know. Yeah, next year I'm I'm leaving um, during uh, June gloom. That's for sure. Not leaving in July. But um, I think it's a phase. I think it's all cyclical. Um, you know, I I feel something similar where it's like, okay, we're moving right along. You know, life just keeps moving. Can't stop it. Um, yeah. Wish you could hit the pause button on the world, but we can't. Um, but I think when the when the seasons change and you're you're staring down winter, at least for me, um, you know, like yesterday there was a really big rain. I wasn't ready for it. It was like it wasn't even just like spurts of rain. It was like all day. You wake up in the morning. It's dark. It's gray. Mm. And it's really wet. I, I jumped out of the car right out in front of the post office. And it's like a very short, quick, like, I don't know, 15 feet to get to the front door of the post office. And I was like totally wet yeah it was it was raining that bad like all day and so it didn't, i had it to didn't like rain much but except a little bit overnight so that my car got wet inside wouldn't be the first time i've done that or the second well, i live in a rainforest so like yeah uh, yeah i don't know how i feel about that that's um a conversation for another time but i did have to dig out my galoshes i thought of you and my raincoat um, and it felt weird. I was just like not ready. You know, I'm like, I'm not ready for this. Uh, summer is over. It is a little early in the year. Yeah. Although you just get more rain in your in your neck in of the general. woods than I do. But yeah, I was just <laughs> I'm looking at my galoshes right now. Um, <laughs> something that I took great pains not to like when I moved out of my last apartment, 
to not pack somewhere that was inconvenient. Yeah. You know, in the dead of summer, you look at them and you're like, what? They're just like, we'll never need these again. And sure enough, every winter I do. And guess what? The first thing I do when I grab those galoshes is look for spiders. Exactly. In fact, I think it's kind of like spider season. Um, yeah, maybe Halloween. I don't know, like up here, but like they're out. They're in the house. In fact, mm-hmm. I found one in my closet this morning and I always have my, I'm like, Elijah, I always have this voice. He knows it's like by, please come and get the spider right now voice. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm kind of like, please, oh, can you please right. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm about to lose it. Help. Like I'm kind of being a girly girl. I know. But like, look, I don't like killing any creatures, even creepy crawly ones. But when it's like a black, like scary looking spider, I... I can't deal. I'll let like a little daddy long leg cruise around, but because um, mm-hmm. I know those are like harmless. But um, but yeah, the summer is over. Vibes is hard. I think for me, I I this is kind of where some anxiety sets in. Um, I think I, I looked it up. I googled it because yeah, I'm not a Google doctor either, Sarah. But we do Google <laughs> our ailments. Uh, it's a thing. Yeah, um, it's a thing. And it's autumn anxiety. It's a thing apparently. And um, I think. For me, um, I'm not ready for, it's like the darkness, you know, it's dark in the morning, it gets darker in the evening, colder, obviously, it's obvious things. But I think on top of it, it's the dreading what may or may not happen. Um, hmm. You know, yeah, I think the the looming winter months for me personally have always been a little bit dreadful because of like my parents. I have my birthday. Right. It's just, it's kind of loaded. And it's like the holidays. I have to like, you know, and I talked about this last year about this time is kind of reconfiguring the holidays. Like, how do I get through with um, minimal like stress and that kind of thing? Um, yeah. Being cold. I understand why older people move to Florida. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But um, I think the other thing is things die. You know, I don't love it when the dahlias get all soggy and dead, you know, like I don't love seeing I live on nine acres of like greenery and I don't love seeing like the plants die. And I remember my dad, I'll I'll never forget him one day saying I mentioned this when it was, uh, you know, about this time when things started dying off. And he said, you know, you really have to enjoy and accept every species you know, every season, every stage of life, like the, you know, when things grow and then when things die, it's all beautiful. And I was like, eh, acceptance is hard, you know? And Mm -hmm. that's been definitely a theme for me lately is acceptance. And it sounds so easy, you know, like it's, it's a easy thing, right? It's one word. Why can't I deal with it? Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough thing to accept. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, acceptance is hard to accept. Turns out, it, you know, <laughs> we uh, we're we're still in in Sonoma County where I am, California. Um, we're still just yesterday. Uh, Heather and I were actually going to record the show yesterday, and Heather kind of goes, "You know what? It's really nice outside. You know, could, <laughs> you want to do this in the morning?" And I said, "Yeah, sure," because it was nice it's here too. Uh-huh. It was, I was like, "Yeah, I'll you know, I'll I'll get out an hour earlier and." get a little vitamin D. It was funny because it's that funny time of year where it's still hot here, but yeah. the leaves are starting to change and the light is low. See, I you prefer know? that. So you've got those long shadows in the afternoon. I like that, And actually. it starts to feel, yeah, like you're starting to feel like, ooh, 
Yeah, it's going to be the holidays soon. Like Halloween is approaching. Yeah, it feels like something. But I was driving to uh, the park with Otis the dog, and I'm wearing like a zip-up hoodie with a tank top underneath it, you know, and it feels like I was like, oh, it's like fall, you know? Uh But I'm looking at the temp in my car, and it's like 81 degrees. I'm like, why am I wearing a sweatshirt right now? You know, like, like, Mm -hmm. wear the tank tops there. You're not going to be able to for, you know, that much longer. And we we ran around. There's a bunch of trees, a um, bunch of different kinds of you know very big mature trees. There's mm-hmm. a particular park, and the leaves they haven't fallen really yet. But you know there's you're starting to get some interesting colors. And you know here I am walking around on the grass. There's yellow jackets everywhere. It's hot, but the <laughs> trees jackets. are changing and the light is weird. And I was just like. I feel weird right now. Yeah. I just feel weird. And it's probably because I'm sleeping too much. Yeah, probably. But, you probably. know, like everything felt like I was like, oh, this is, yeah, this is what happens. Yeah. It's a funny, it's like a shoulder season that has always been a little confusing because it's like, it's not summer, but it's not like, you know, you said you don't like the cold. I mean, I'm I'm fine with it, whatever. I'll just wear layers or, you know, do do that but it's just it's still hot like i should have been wearing sunscreen you know yeah, that, that actually kind of reminds thing. me of my hometown see i like i i think i crave like the more you know they're not distinct seasons like the east coast but los gatos is not that far from where you are south um mm-hmm. it has a similar climate and it would yeah. have the same thing like those long shadows you'd really feel you'd see the leaves on the ground they would turn like orange <laughs> and here it's sort of similar, but there's a kind of a wetness here because it's it is a rainforest technically. Um, I think I miss the dry. Uh, I don't know. We always miss what we don't have. The grass is always greener, Sarah. I know. Um, except I know. Hard. Heather and I love to talk about <laughs> all the things wrong with where we live. Yeah, uh, exactly. And we know we're not that alone. no place is perfect. No we, place we're is not perfect. alone because I had a conversation with a friend last night about the same thing, and she lives in a different place. So. But I will say I um, with that anxiety of the fall uh, creeping in, I, I, I've i mentioned this on the show before, how I'm not very good at planning ahead. You know, I mean, I booked that huge trip this summer, like a month and a half in advance or something like it was I did not plan it far ahead. And I don't know. Some people would say, uh, you know, a month and a half better than a week. Not bad. Well, okay, yeah. I have a friend who her husband literally plans out the entire calendar year for them. And it's awesome. I mean, he books the flights, he books the hotels, he, and it's great because then you're like, this is what we're doing this year. And it's like a nice thing to stare down the year and go, oh, it's gonna be great. We're gonna go here, we're gonna go there. And I always, I always admire that um, foresight um, and <laughs> like um, forward m- momentum. Um, I tend to have a harder time to pull the trigger, but I, because of this feeling that I had, this autumnal anxiety, I decided to book a couple trips. Um, I have been meaning to... You and your trips. Uh, me and my trips. I, look, I, I travel like half as much as uh, some of my friends, but um, tis the season. I don't know. Um, but I have a friend who bought a house in New Orleans, and you know who she is, my friend uh-huh. Melissa. Mm-hmm. And I meant to go see it earlier this year, so it's kind of an overdue trip. So we finally booked that for... November, just kind of a long weekend, no big deal. Um, and then uh, I used some points I had to buy a ticket to Kauai in February, just because I knew, I know it's going to be a long winter. It just is. 
it is in uh-huh. NorCal. It's like November, December, January, February, March, like April's still kind of cold. So I'm like, you know, I got to break this up. I, I just got to break up the monotony and the dark of the winter months. And I'd like to know how y'all out there deal with seasonal blues. Um, are you a little more like thicker skin than us? And you, you're like, ah, piffle. Eh, weather doesn't really bother me. Email us at hi at have such a good day.com. We'd love to hear from you. We would. We would. And hopefully the weather's good wherever you are in the world, if you're listening to this right now. And good is, is you know, eye of the beholder, of course. I mean, some people yes. are like, rainforest sounds great. I hate yeah, the Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, it's I true. Actually, I actually do feel that way a lot of the time. I don't I don't dislike rain. I dislike walking my dog in the rain because he gets yeah. all muddy. But that's sort of like, I don't even really care if I get wet. I don't know. If I if I lived somewhere where it rained a lot more often, maybe I would have a different feeling. Listen, I don't mind the rain either as long as it's not raining 30 days consecutively. It's just the yeah. overcast cloud cover that's doing nothing. It's just sitting right. there. There's no shadows. But I wanted to mention really quick, because you, you mentioned your Apple Watch and how you're, um, you know, currently deriving data, sleep data, exercise data. Um, and I wanted to update y'all because... Um, you know, I had gotten an Apple Watch maybe a year ago and I was really excited about it. And, you know, I was really into the sleep data. And I have to say, I haven't been wearing it for like three weeks, four weeks. It's in my drawer being charged. Um, and I'm, I keep forgetting it. And I, I'll go to yoga and I'll be like, shoot, because I like to, I can yoga. The only way I can really track it is to put something on my wrist. Um, right. It thinks that I am a lazy mofo. Because yeah. I, ha- I, but I've been exercising almost every day, but it isn't tracking. And I'm just, I'm kind of a little, I'm kind of like frustrated with it. I, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hating it right now because I always forget it. Yeah. And I just feel like it's a nuisance. It's just another accessory I have to like charge and update and deal with. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's sort of know. like, well, first of all, and I always tell myself this too because, I I sometimes miss a day or, you know, like a good couple of hours where I'm like, God, I was running, you know, and it didn't get any of that. I yeah. know that I've been putting in the work where, you know, so you can. <laughs> sure. Like, you don't need your gadget to tell you what you already know. But sure. uh, I think and this works differently. Some people do not like sleeping with a watch. Um, I I used to sleep with my Fitbit. Mm-hmm. which uh, is smaller than the Apple Watch. I don't know. It actually just fit me better. The Apple Watch is, I have tiny little little person wrists. Um, and I don't know. I, I wish the watch was slightly smaller. But uh, I I don't mind sleeping with it. I've gotten used to it. And so what I do is I sleep with it. Then first thing I do is charge it when I get up in the morning. So I take it uh-huh. off, charge it while I'm sitting there drinking coffee. I'm clearly not mobile. You know, I'm going to sit there for a solid hour. It pretty much only needs an hour to charge. And then uh-huh. it'll get me through the rest of the day and overnight. I mean, there have been times where I don't do this that often, but like I forget I'm wearing it like in the shower. Like the <laughs> Apple Watch gets washed. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, all right. There's no real, real reason to take it off now that I'm done with the shower. Mm-hmm. And then I go to bed. So that actually works for me. But any deviation of that, and I'm always forgetting it. Yeah. You know? And there have been times where I don't know why, but I will take it off in the middle of the night and not realize I've done it. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. like, it annoys me, but I'm still kind of asleep. So I'll see it next to me in the morning. I'm like, oh, well, 
So that happened. Whatever. Yeah, sometimes I just don't even like it on my wrist. It's kind of bugging me. I'm like sweating a little bit and it's just like, it's just like I want to take it off. Like it, it just, and it and it's funny how it's like a, these phases because I was really into it for a while, just diligent, wearing it every day, you know, and now I'm just like, ah, I don't even care anymore. And it's funny how we just change. I'm like, wait, I was so into it like a month ago. What what happened? Yeah. Yeah. I, the honeymoon I've is definitely over, backed off from you know when i again going back to the fitbit the fit of the fitbit days i was wearing it uh very uh, uh judiciously um at the early days of the pandemic you know it was like all i had was like sleep data exercise data food yeah. data i mean i was like inputting everything that i ate i remember the that, day yeah you know including like ingredients for things i mean if you really want to go ham with stuff like that it can feel pretty obsessive. Yeah. And it was like, I didn't even really have like a calorie goal. I was just like, this gives me something to do. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I remember, I don't remember who it was, but I mentioned that to somebody and they were like, yeah, I have too much like of issues with food and weight to do something like that. That would like trigger me in a bad way. And I was like, yeah, I wonder if I'm kind of going overboard also. Not that like this was like, oh, now you have an eating disorder because you care about what you're eating. But it was more of like I was getting a little too granular with some stuff. So now I'm like, "Eh, I kind of know what to eat and when I know when I've gone off the rails or, you know, if I need more protein or, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, well, that's the one yeah, good thing about know. getting older is getting to know yourself and yeah. knowing what your limits are, your sensitivities and that kind of thing. And yeah, it's, yeah. An, it's a very interesting um, process. That is for sure. Sarah well, Lane. the thing with the Apple Watch, Heather, is you can there are so many ways that it can be helpful to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to just be exercise. But yeah. At the same time, if you don't like it, you don't need to wear it. I mean, yeah, you know? I know it's funny. I, I think the same thing happened to me when I bought the my last Apple Watch a long time ago. And I, I loved it at first. It was just so like, ex- you know, it was just like I was really into it. And then I just kind of was I just kind of it got exhausting or something. And I just and, I yeah. let it sit in a drawer. And the same thing's happening now. And I. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll have to see what happens. I mean, maybe maybe I'll revive my love for it. Um, yeah, but or uh, I don't know. Yeah, just buy a Rolex. Call it even. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, honeymoon is just over. Like in general, I think that's also part of where my sort of malaise comes in right now. Is I think there's a little bit of that like honeymoon phase is over feeling for me with. Um, I don't know, I guess sort of living here and doing what I've been doing and things are always changing and I think they they will continue to change in ways that will continue to make it interesting. Yeah. Um, But, you know, in a way it's like you get to a certain point where you're like, okay, now I really know this area. Like I really know what I'm doing. You know, I've maybe hit a, maybe I've hit a ceiling. I don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think this happens with anything you choose to do. So it's not like it's yeah strange. Yeah, I this is not really related to living somewhere. I mean, I guess everything's related to where you live on, on some level. But I've been kind of thinking about that in a work sense. Not uh-huh. that anything crazy is happening with my work. But 
I um I've mentioned before that I used to make more money than I do now. And uh there are certain things that I'm like, gosh, remember when I would just like buy something like that and it wasn't a big deal? You know, the price tag mattered to me less. Yeah. You know, I try to I try to be a lot more thoughtful about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I also am just I am not so, you know, speaking of some some of your more jet city friends, you know, I haven't I haven't done a lot of regular travel in a in a in a clip now. And I mm-hmm. wanna get back to that, but that costs money. You know, time is money. And money is money. And uh I don't you know, it's it's kinda like, all right, well, what do we do here? What do we do? Do we just sort of say life is simpler now and that's just the way it is? Uh-huh. You know, do we figure out you know, I'm I'm always trying to figure out because I have like a few different jobs. Even though my main job is Daily Tech News Show, I I do other things. Sure, um, I'm a freelancer, and you know, it's like, well, if I freelance more, then I lose time, but I gain money. And what is that perfect balance? The balance is not <laughs> the balance has not yet been stricken. If that's the right tense, uh-huh. um, I still need to figure out a couple of things because I feel like. Um, you know, if I wanted to do like the trip to Hawaii that you just talked about, yeah, you know, it's like, well, I could do that. Um, it would be at the expense of other things. So I have to figure out like, okay, what do I want to do the most? You know, this is, we we got one life, right? So yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. I think also, I I mean, who knows what's going to happen when February rolls around? And that's part of why I don't book in advance, because things can change on a dime. And totally you may not yeah. be able to go. I mean, that's right, like right. many, many months down the road. And like I might have uh, shot myself in the foot buying a ticket so far in advance. So I don't really get how other people are able to plan like that. I guess maybe they just wing it and they go, you know, if we cancel, we cancel. But we just want to have it on the calendar because it makes us feel better. I mean, who knows? Yeah. yeah, y'all uh, let us know if you have any thoughts on this. Um, we always love hearing from you early uh-huh. and often. I think a lot of, I don't know if you're, you were talking about your friend whose husband plans all the trips. I don't know if they have kids. No, have, they don't. I, they don't have kids. Okay, nope. so, um, you know, I, I've i heard like the whole, okay, we're going to look at 2024 and here's what we're all doing and here's when we're leaving and here's the hotel we're staying in, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And a lot of that, um, uh, you know, my friends who I would say like are more sort of like anal about getting all the stuff done in advance. Kids are involved, you know, because they're yeah. school and, you know, uh, you know, Easter vacation or, you know, all sorts of reasons why things have to happen at a certain time uh, for the whole family, you know, unit to, to run smoothly. But yeah, I know, I know, I think a lot of it is, well, some people can just be really, really good at planning ahead. I mean, I, I'm not married nor do I have children and I could do that if I wanted to I'm a little bit more like fly by the seat of your pants kind of person same for better and worse uh, yeah sometimes much worse but I have had uh friends and I guess I'm talking about couples who yeah they'll have like you know a shared google calendar like for just like all day every day type stuff and I kind of go wow you guys are so organized and yet something about this I think would bother me a little bit because it's like every hour of the day is just spoken for. And maybe that's what leads to a really harmonious relationship for some. You know, other people would be like, whoa, this is too much. This is smothering me, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't really know where I am on that scale because I've never really tried. 
So I don't know. Maybe that'll be something that I think about more. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's it's all um, having that momentum, I think, is it, it's it's hard for me, too. I'm kind of just getting through the day, getting through the week. Um, you know, definitely, definitely something to shoot for. I just don't know. Maybe maybe certain people are just like that. Like they just know that's just like ingrained in who they are. They've always been planners or something. Maybe mm-hmm. we planned too much being in production. I mean, I think, yeah. Uh, I, here, here's my, um, here's sort of my learning from this. At least for me, I'm actually pretty good with work stuff. Like I'm, I've always been. I can make decisions. I can make decisions on the fly. I, I just, I am a problem solver. Like I've been good with work, but yeah, when it comes to my personal very. life, I'm not as. I'm a little waffly. Like, I'm just like, oh, I could do that or I could do that. And and I don't know why. I, f- I find it so interesting. I'm like, why do I? I'm not as, like, sh- certain. This is yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. This is the decision we're making right now. And this is what we're doing. Like, I'm great at business. Yeah. It's, it's I can really relate to that. I can really. <laughs> in fact, I have been. I've been in situations where. I mean, I'm. I'm still in the same career I've always had. It's, you know, taken different forms, but more or less, yeah, I get up and I produce all day and then I get to stop. And, you know, it's hurting cats, for yeah. you know, in many ways, just over and over and over and you get good at it. Um, I can't tell you how many times, you know, maybe this is, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, maybe like a boyfriend or something would say, all right, well, what do you want to do tonight? You know, and, and my reaction would be like, I want you to tell me what we're doing. Yeah. Because I yeah. don't want to produce anymore. Or like, today. yeah, or like make the decision. It can yeah. be exhausting. You just, you just tell me what I'm doing and I will do it because, yep. you know, producing is, I mean, we use the word production, but it's like, it's like project management. Just, you know, there are lots of different ways that you can describe it. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to, you know, or somebody will say like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I'm like, do not make me produce this. Yeah. <laughs> totally. You produce it because yep. I, when it comes to my, yeah, like my, my, uh, my personal life, I just, I have a lot less energy because it's like, mm-hmm. I've already done that for other people. Yeah. No, it's so true. It's funny because my current relationship is a producer. My, uh, my boyfriend, Elijah is a producer. And so he can be really good when he's at the, forefront like he will make the day happen or Mm -hmm. you know but my last relationship wasn't and I remember getting kind of like uh like I felt like I had to kind of curate everything um yeah so it's kind of an interesting thing to um look for in a partner you know whether you maybe you love curating everything I mean I mostly like to curate but sometimes it does get I mean I know what I like you know it's like somebody could suggest something and I'd be like I don't want to do that yeah. You know, or you know, like I can't really think of anything. Like, Sarah, do you want to take golf lessons? I'd be like, mm, I don't know. I mean, with my limited free time, I don't know if I want to do that. Uh, <laughs> at the same time, if somebody was super gung ho about us doing that together, I'd be like, okay, all right, let's give it a shot. You know? Yeah. What's my better idea? Sit around eating triscuits. So. <laughs> You uh, love that, though. I know, I do. You I, love Triscuits. I love Triscuits. Like I love lamp. 
<laughs> I also love lamp. I love Triscuits while lamp is on next to me. <laughs> True. I didn't eat Triscuits and cheese for dinner last. Wait a second. What did I even eat last night? See, Heather, things are going sideways. I know. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. So I'm I'm sort of like uh, my question for you, Miss Tech uh, Expert. When do you think our households are going to go full robot? Because I know that you have a Roomba and you I love do. your Roomba. I have been mm-hmm. in the market for a, uh, a cat litter robot and... I have a friend who has one. They're they're about five hundred uh, plus, you know, dollars. Oh, they're all they're... over my Instagram ads. Same. I actually had to hide it because I was like, okay, I got it. You want me to I buy know. this? Same. Little oh my robot. gosh! Yesterday I was on Pinterest, like organizing some of my um my little pins, and uh, my your board, I think. They yeah, call my it. board, and every like fourth image, it was like you know the office chick doing her ad for the little robot. Uh, what's her name? Pam. Pam from the office. She, oh, okay. She's like mm-hmm. one of the spokespeople, and she's just like all over my Pinterest, like trying to convince me to buy this little robot. And <laughs> anyway, my po- my point is is that um, a lot of the uh, adult purchases that I want to make right now are like around the five hundred, you know, price point, which is frustrating because they're all just like appliances. It's like to make my life a little easier. You know, but I can't pull the trigger because it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money for like a cat box. But um, it's definitely something that I'm really interested in because I think it would streamline my day. I clean four cat boxes a day. It's kind of a lot. It's um, a lot. It is. Yeah. And I don't think it's that healthy either. Um, but so, yeah. So I'm like, uh, I, I should be able to. I bought a ticket to Hawaii. I should be able to justify you know, making my day-to-day life a little easier. I want to know if any of y'all out there have a litter robot. Um, The one I'm looking at is um, literally called Litter Robot 4. Um, You've probably seen ads for it. I think it's one of the most, it might be Wirecutter's Choice um, as one of the best, but it is like a higher price point than some others. But I do think it's probably in terms of um, longevity, and technology, it's kind of the best on the market. But I'd like to know if any of y'all have it out there and if you can help push me over the edge one way or another, please email us at tieathavesuchagoodday.com. Yeah, do that. Do that. <laughs> I um, I had a, I, I slept like absolute garbage because, uh, you know, I explained why uh, earlier in the show. And so... During those sort of like, am I awake? Am I asleep? You know, you have all those REM dreams that are just uh-huh. so nonsensical, you know, where you're just like, yeah, there's something wrong with my brain. And yep. one of, and then sometimes it's like, I'm in that funny, like, I know I'm awake. I know the dream wasn't real, but I'm still like working through it yes. as if it was real, but I know it isn't. And then I'm kind of like, what are you doing, Sarah? You know, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, like get control of your brain. Um, it's that like half dreaming thing. And one of my uh, dreams w- was litter box related also. Yeah, there was like a litter box that it was in the wrong place or it needed to be cleaned or something. You know, it was one of those just like stress dreams where like you were trying to achieve something and it, you couldn't achieve it. But it was litter mm-hmm. box related. And I woke up and I was like what happened to that litter box in my old house? Uh-huh. Did I leave it there? 
I hope I didn't, because that's like a really weird thing to just leave behind for somebody to clean up, you know, and they're heavy. Or did I, did I like pack it? I mean, I would have mm-hmm. emptied it and then yeah. packed it up. It's actually a pretty cool litter box. You you mentioned wire cutter, which sparked this memory because that's uh-huh. the <laughs> litter box that it had suggested to me several years ago when I needed one. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, is it in my storage unit? I don't know. This is now me being awake. I'm not dreaming anymore. I don't mm-hmm. know what I did with that litter box. And if you happen to now live in my old apartment and you're listening to this because, you know, that could happen. Uh, I'm sorry if I left my litter box in the bathroom. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. Yesterday I did a tour of one of my buildings. I've ne- I ha- Here's the funny thing. Um, these are all these buildings that I currently now own. It still feels like my dad owns them. But like I haven't even been inside half of them. So it's just very mm. odd to... It, you know, it, it's interesting to actually go in them finally after all this time for the first time. And like uh-huh. yesterday, we did a walkthrough of this. Um, we call it the Purple People Eater. It's a purple Victorian, Sarah, and it has six units. So it's six apartments. And there's there are like a combination of one bedrooms and studios. And I was so um, sort of like taken aback like going inside like everybody was gone at work like we, we got permission going into the units because we had to do measurements and pictures and and everything and it was a trip to see like how people live you know yeah. like you, you definitely you were like in someone's personal space you know their slippers were by their bed and they're one of them had a cat you know sleeping in the corner and you know it, it's just very very strange uh going into people's houses um, but like really sort of charming also, you know, like it it felt like a little art commune house. You know, everybody was had like a canvas going, you know, they were painting on an easel or there was like, you know, little like clay art projects and really funky art on the walls. And I was like, these people seem really cool. They're like students, you know, they're like college students uh-huh. mostly. Yeah. Um, but it was so sweet. It was just like kind of surprisingly a cool experience like these are my tenants I don't know any of them um but like seeing how they live I mean most of them were fairly tidy and adorable and then there was a couple that were a little little dirty and a little um you know slightly disturbing but um you know we won't get into (laughs) that one of the more disturbing purple house people (laughs) yeah oh we're in unit c Yes. Yeah, actually, I think I think it was UFC. Oh, I just made that <laughs> up. See how good I am at this? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to get more involved in this type of thing because maybe it will connect me a little bit more, you know, and I, I did realize going in there, I'm like, ah, I see what my dad sees about this place because for so long, I wasn't seeing it. I was like, I don't know. I think we should just sell this place. But now I'm sort of like, I get it. Like, he, it was, each one of these places was one of his little projects his little pet projects and Mm -hmm. they weren't my pet projects uh which is why maybe i feel this distance from them but i'm kind of seeing more and more like why he was so passionate about this particular building that's cool and um yeah it was it's It's fun to see um well it's always fun to like go over to someone's house and you're like oh what a cool spot you know Mm -hmm. whether it's a big house or a small apartment you know it's it's all you know (laughs) I mean, y'all should have seen the place that I lived for three and a half years. It was small, um, but it was so cute. 
I mean, that wasn't just like because I'm a great decorator or anything. It was just a cute apartment. But it was it, it wasn't cool because it was big. It was cool yeah. actually because it was like a minuscule little tiny treehouse house. But um since I'm 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 kind of in the rental market, you know, I'm I'm looking around for where where I would land in a more permanent spot than where I am now. Um when I say kind of, I mean I do this every single day. I'm actually pretty serious about it. But uh but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. So yeah. you see all these pictures of empty apartments. And, you know, that's that's for the most part, you know, that's they say that's why you stage a house when you're selling. Right? It's like get all the personal yep. stuff out of there so that the next person can envision themselves in their house, not your house. Um, yep. But every so often, especially when, you know, it's more of a rental market, which is definitely uh, where I am in life. Every so often, obviously, someone's taken a bunch of pictures and the person still lives there. Or maybe they're using like photos from like a few years ago when a tenant lived there. And yeah. sometimes you kind of look at it and go like, oh, God, I would not have the guitar on that wall, you know, and that sort of thing. Or like, oh, the, the exercise bike, they don't need that. But then there are other times where I'm like, oh, I like I like their apartment. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. I want my apartment to be this one. Uh -huh. You know, like, forget my stuff. I'll just move yeah. into this one. Which is mm -hmm. funny because I'm actually not looking for something furnished. Uh, I don't know. Never say never. But, but yeah, it's just, it's peeking into someone's life. You know, and, and oh, it, yeah, it feels totally. a little bit like I'm spying on you, but yeah. at the same time, it can be kind of, I don't know, kind of fun. Like, oh, I like the way that they, that, you know, they're going to get out of bed and they're going to put their slippers on and that's their yeah, little spot. Yeah, it was, it was definitely very, a much cooler experience than I expected, but um, whew, man, hard to keep up though, Sarah. I have to tell you, it's um, this, this whole this whole sort of uh, ongoing work happening at every single place, you know, I, I just I have fantasies like your fantasies about the perfect apartment. I have fantasies about just living in a, a modest place on one acre, maybe a half an acre, maybe a quarter of an acre and just <laughs> something that I can have that's like new, that's not sinking into the earth that, you know, is has great foundation, has great bones. Mm hmm. Thankfully, yeah. the, the house that I live in does have great bones. It's just a bigger house than I think I normally would choose, you know, because it's a lot more work. Uh, like, for example, I have a guy coming over shortly to fix a bunch of electrical. Um, there's, you know, this house is actually not that old. It was built in the 80s. Uh, but, you know, there's just a lot of strange little things that it'll never feel totally buttoned up ever Ever, 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 ever. Oh, yeah. I mean, having, oh, gosh. I mean, the homeowner thing, because it all, you know, it all rests on your shoulders eventually. I mean, yep. with my property management stint in life um, that concluded a few short months ago, um, you know, I mean, it. I felt ownership because, again, uh -huh. I'm sort of project managing everything. You know, it's production yeah. still. Uh, you know, I, I did not own the house, but I did feel a lot of ownership over it, but it was old. Real old. Yeah. Well, and there were oh, really? there were several structures. I mean, you've you've seen it. I thought it was kind of new. No. I mean, there. Huh. I mean, there was a lot of remodeling that had happened. Ah, uh, I see. But the you know the property itself is like early 1900s, and for that reason, everything broke all the time. Yeah. That's you know? the thing. It's, it's homeownership. It's like, it really yeah, is. Yeah. I mean, it was just. It was like. I mean, almost to the point where I'm like, is the world like fucking with me? You know, I know. How can I know. like I feel like that too. How can this many things break. I know. 
Ha- have know. they always been breaking or is it just like, <laughs> did it just happen when I moved here? Kind yeah, of thing. It's like the world is conspiring against yeah, you. Yeah, which is no, you know, it's that's so silly, true. But anyway. All right. Well, listen, we're now I'm just I don't know. I'm babbling a little bit, Heather. I've I've somewhat over caffeinated before we started uh, the show this morning. But Sarah, we received a wonderful email, a couple wonderful emails. Yeah, we did. We got one from William. William wrote a very long email with some very creative ideas for how Heather and I can revive our Patreon. By the way, we are well aware uh, that as a patron, we could be doing more fun stuff for you. We Mm -hmm. talk about it all the time and then life gets in the way and then we talk about it a little bit more and then life gets in the way. Rinse, repeat. Heather and I really, really are committed to like, let's let's make this more fun, like for our existing totally. patrons, obviously, and for new patrons. You, you might say, mm, I don't need to be a patron. I don't, you know, there's no no real good incentive for me. <laughs> well, the incentive is directly supporting the show and getting an ad-free version of the show. So there's, there's that. But we do want to do more. Anyway, thank you to you, William. Uh, there's no way we could read the whole email. I mean, it would be an hour itself. Uh, yeah. But... much appreciated um but uh one of the very charming like stream of consciousness though very funny william very funny uh one excerpt uh william was talking about uh i I think this is coming uh from our conversation of how to sign off an email or a letter or something you know sincerely best uh, best wishes Uh, William says, let me start by saying I'm more self-conscious than ever about the amount of exclamation points I'm using. I abuse exclamation points in all areas of my life. (laughs) The only compromise I would make at work was to use one, not multiple. I also can't tell you how many times I signed off with, thanks so much, with either a comma or even an exclamation point. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I relate to this a lot, William, because I think I I used to be, I, I would consider myself a pretty enthusiastic person. Um, and so I think in that uh, being enthusiastic, I felt like I needed to show my enthusiasm with an exclamation point. Um, I've I have since sort of toned it down because it can be a little aggressive, um, and I, I think I got a little self conscious about it too. Um, and, and and I'm a little more choosy when I when I use it, especially if I use more than one. Um, but I found that very, very amusing, along with um, the rest of your comments, which I wish we could share. But thank you so much for writing in. Yeah, thank you, William. And Stephen uh, sent us a note specifically for me. It was a, a mashup video of the British sitcom Dairy Girls. This is in in relation to my Liam Neeson obsession lately. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the last like five episodes. Um, but uh, Dairy Girls, I've heard of this show. It's a British sitcom. It looks really funny. Um, I've never seen it, so I don't have the context, but there's a cameo. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. This is it, it, Northern Ireland. Um, yeah. You know, in the in the, in the the city of Derry, the, the, the area of Derry. Um, it's, it's funny. It's also, um, you know, there's sort of a IRA thing going on. You know, it's during the Troubles. As, in, as it's, oh, it's got it, known. got it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's very uh, time period specific. Uh, um, it, but it's a comedy, uh, and uh, it's just yeah. I mean, it's well, great. it's really funny. I mean, I, I could at least appreciate it's a mashup of like a scene in Dairy Girls with all the girls kind of being interrogated, but when it's cut to a very serious uh, bit of footage of Liam Neeson in one of his movies, like totally separate. Like mm. interrogating them, 
And so it's this like oh, contrast. What's fun, Steven? Yeah. <laughs> what fun? No, Steven, I love these Steven's mashups. our buddy. Uh, Steven yeah. has uh, has written has written us before. Um, and we're glad you're listening. And yeah, uh, Dairy Girls Liam Neeson mashup. Who's going to say no? Yeah, not me. I wouldn't dare. Anything with Liam Neeson, send it my way. Yeah, send it Heather's way. I'm kind of indifferent about him. No, <laughs> I have no issue with the man, but, I, you know, eh. I don't think I've seen any of those, you know, the movies where he's on a plane well, you're or missing whatever. missing out, Sarah. Yeah, you're I missing know. out. I know. Well, I will say one last thing before we wrap the show up. Um, I'm on the new American Horror Story season, Sarah. Oh, the Kardashian one? Yeah, it's creepy. It's it's kind of my version. That I think the farthest that I would go into, like, it's not reality television, but it's a little bit of a guilty pleasure. So I'm I'm really enjoying it. I know you don't love horror. It's more campy horror, honestly. But uh, it's it's a really fun, fun season. Well, I am glad that you're enjoying it. Who knows? Maybe I'll get there when I run out of other things to watch. Um, I don't know. I'm not watching anything good right now. I'm just watching kind of dumb stuff. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I need like a good, a good series, which is really stupid because there are plenty of good series that I haven't started yet. And people go, oh, wow, I really would have thought you would have watched and I go oh, I'll, I'll get there and then I just kind of half watch things and sit on my computer instead yeah I don't know there's all sorts of resets that need to happen in our lives Heather but for now we're gonna go Indeed. ahead and hopefully reset your day in a good way <laughs> I was about to say by signing off <laughs> no by have given <laughs> giving you this wonderful hour of love and affection yeah, we're going to go ahead and make your day by wrapping up the show. <laughs> so until episode 209, which will be next week, we're going to sign off oh, on yeah. 208. Yes, we will. I will always and forever be Heather. I will be Sarah forever. Have such a good day. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.